all of these things because we have an unnerving focus on all of the outcomes we don't desire. And what ends up happening is that because of this focus, that's exactly what creates an intense emotion inside of us because there is a threat. And a threat can either be real or perceived. I'm Dr. Grace Lee, and you're listening to the Career Revisionist Podcast for executives, team leaders, people managers, and ambitious professionals from all backgrounds. It's for those among us who can't stay stagnant and admire anyone who demonstrates exponential growth. We challenge ourselves to step out of our comfort zone and into higher levels of leadership, and we are determined to rise confidently in our industry so that we can make our greatest contribution using our knowledge and expertise. We've worked hard to become great at what we do, but only so we can achieve the goals that give our lives meaning and purpose. And while we persevere through a college education to get us here with our technical skills, we understand that to get to the next level where we desire to be, it requires a different kind of skills. We're not comfortable with failure because we experience satisfaction when we are advancing. And while some of us work well under pressure, all of us perform the best when we are part of a winning team. And instead of just hoping to achieve what's important to us, we choose to become a more optimized version of ourselves to make it happen. We're not just A players. We are A plus players, and we are the source of consistent output that makes positive advancements in the world around us. Have you ever felt paralyzed by the fear of public speaking or really scared to express yourself? And so therefore you end up staying silent and not saying and not expressing that part of yourself or not sharing your ideas and then ending up regretting it later. Right In this video, I want to share with you how I overcame my fear of public speaking and how you can do it too. See, one of the most, the, the most frequent questions I get asked is, are you, have you always been like this? Have you always been a good articulator, a great communicator, a stage speaker? Were you born with it? Right. Gen- the essence of the question is they're trying to understand, are people born with being good communicator. And the thing about being born with it, right? There's no such a thing as being born a great communicator because all humans are born the same way. We are all born without teeth. We are all born without being able to say a single word. We don't even know our own name or to say hi to our parents. That is how we're all born. So we're not born great communicators. Communication is learned post-birth. Right? Communication is learned later in life, and all the habits that we pick up as a result of communication are also learned later on in life. The fear we have with public communications is also learned as well. These are all learned behaviors and learned skill sets. So that's the good news, because if it was learned after we were born, that means that you can learn it too. Right? And when we have this fear of public speaking, what's really happening Right, subconsciously, we don't even aware of why we have that fear. What's really happening is that we have this unnerving focus on all the undesirable outcomes that could happen as a result of speaking in front of people. And we think about the judgment, right? What are they going to think about me? How are they going to judge me? Are they going to see me as unintelligent? Are they going to judge my accent? Are they going to judge the way I look? Right? So we have this unnerving focus on that, or maybe some of the embarrassment. We focus on an undesirable outcomes, judgment, embarrassment, right? Criticism. Are they going to criticize me? We fear loss of status. Am I going to lose this job? Am I going to lose my respect that I had worked so hard to gain, right? Am I going to lose this relationship or the attachment that I have to this person, right? So we, we fear that and so on. All of these undesirable outcomes that are possibilities, 
we have an unnerving focus on all of them or a subset of them. Whichever ones we feel that we value most, that is what we focus on. And that's what is producing the intense emotion. It's what's creating the intense emotion of fear of public speaking. And I submit to you that I am no different. When I first began speaking, the first time, the first, the earliest memory I have of public speaking was in high school. I was asked to do a presentation in front of my class. And it was English class of all things. It was in front of English class. And I remember I had a reputation because when I went to high school, I went to a high school that was an all white school. Right. And everybody in that school knew that English was not my first language. And they could see that I'm visibly different because I'm the only student in that whole school that is not Caucasian. And so the presentation, our assignment was that we had to present something in front of the class. And what I wanted to share was something related to technology. So I was talking about computers and my interpretation of the future of this industry, how technology was going to evolve. And I remember standing in front of my English class. And I had prepared some sort of a a poster board behind me. I had written it in marker and I was just pointing to the poster board behind me and I could see it, visibly see it. Every time I pointed my whole joint from my elbow to my wrist and my fingers was shaking. I could visibly see my hand, my whole arm, my, my forearm was shaking. I could also hear because my jawline was also trembling. I could also hear my voice shaking. And I was so scared that if I closed my mouth too gently, that my teeth would start chattering. That's how scared I was. I was so nervous. And on top of that, just knowing that I was different from everybody else, just piled on top of that. And that's how I used to feel every time. And that was the earliest experience I had in public speaking. It didn't end there. I eventually finished high school. I went into college and now I'm doing bigger presentations in front of my college classrooms of a few hundred students. And that was even more nerve wracking. I remember having to do labs. My first degree was in biochemistry. I had to do labs and lab presentations. I had to speak in front of my lab partners. And that also was very nerve wracking because I never met these people before. And I was so scared. And again, it was this focus on, are they going to see me? I don't want to be seen as unintelligent. I don't want to be judged as I don't belong here. I don't want to be judged as different. I'm afraid of falling on my face and that will be so embarrassing. All of these things, because we have an unnerving focus on all of the outcomes we don't desire. And what ends up happening is that because of this focus, that's exactly what creates an intense emotion inside of us because there is a threat. And a threat can either be real or perceived. So the threat that I'm perceiving in the classroom of, oh, they're going to see me as intelligent. And therefore, I might be expelled. Or therefore, I might get a failing grade. Or therefore, I might not be accepted into that social circle. All of those things are threats to my well-being, threat to my social life, a threat to me, right, as, as, as an individual. So I will, but that threat is a perceived threat. Because you see, I cannot possibly see the future. I can't possibly know exactly what's going to happen. But my focus is 100% on all these outcomes I don't desire. So it becomes a perceived threat, not a real threat. So there's a huge difference between real and perceived threat. If it is a real threat, I'll give you an example of a real threat. A real threat is that I'm in this room and all of a sudden a fire breaks out in that corner of the room. That is a real threat to my well-being. Or someone breaks into my house and they're armed with guns and weapons. That's a real threat. 
or I'm walking on the street by myself and there's a poisonous python slithering right in front of me. That's a real threat. And every time there is a real threat, it is real and present danger. That, that feeling we have is equal to fear. Right? That feeling is fear. Whenever it's a real threat, a real and present danger right there in the moment, that feeling is fear. That is classified as fear. However, the converse, if it is a perceived threat, so in other words, things that we think are going to happen to us, and we somehow convince ourselves that that's exactly what's going to happen, and they're all outcomes we don't desire, that is a perceived threat. It hasn't even happened yet, and there's no way we can know that that's exactly what's going to happen. So it's our perception that is going to turn out that way. The threat is perceived, so the feeling in this case is anxiety. It's not fear. It is anxiety. There is a difference between fear and anxiety. However, the reason why they, they, we use those words, fear and anxiety, we tend to use them interchangeably. Have you noticed that? And the reason why we make the mistake of using those terms interchangeably is because the symptoms are the same. Right? Shaking, sweaty palms, heart racing, right? the, sh- the, 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 the shaking voice, right? The the tense shoulders, clenching fists, those symptoms we feel that are very similar between fear and anxiety. What's different is the root cause. You see, public speaking is perceived threat because no matter what, even if we were judged, even if someone in the audience criticized something we said, it is not a real and present danger because public speaking in and of itself is not a harmful act. Coming face-to-face with a poisonous, hungry python snake is a real threat. It really does threaten and is a danger to us. But public speaking in and of itself, the inherent qualities and characteristics of public speaking are non-threatening. They're not really dangerous. So the feeling is anxiety. And the root cause of anxiety is doubt. We doubt that the outcomes will be favorable for us. We doubt that the outcomes will turn out to what we desire. That is what causes anxiety, the essence of it. And once I realized this, all of my focus, all of these years, ever since high school, as far as I can remember, is that presentation in English class when I first became aware of how much I was afraid of public speaking. Once I realized that this was the root cause of it, the one thing I did to overcome the fear of public speaking was to ground myself in the truth. Ground myself in the truth. What is the truth here? Is public speaking truly harmful? Will expressing myself truly be dangerous to me? Will it truly threaten what I think it will threaten? Will it truly cause me to lose something that is valuable to me? I ground myself in the truth. And then secondly, second step is to focus on them and not on myself. Because any time that we fear public speaking, and we focus on the judgment, the criticism, the embarrassment, the loss of status, and so on. It's all about you. When I focus on these things, it is all about me. But that is not the role of public speaking. Public speaking is about your audience. right? So if you understand this, and you still want to know, what do I do? How do I do this? Then I invite you to book a call with me. 
where I'm going to take you through the hand step by step to show you this framework, to give you the real strategies, how to overcome the fear of public speaking so that you can be eloquent and confident whenever you express yourself or whenever you share your ideas. This is for you if you are serious about producing this outcome in your life. And if you're serious about, or about mastering the skill of communication, then this is for you. Then I invite you to click the link below this video. In the description, there's a link to book a call with myself or a member of my team. And this is where we're going to explore whether or not it's the right fit for you. And if I can truly help you with your goals on mastering this skill set. Right. This is not for you if you're at the beginning of your career or if you're still a student or graduating from college. Right, That's not for you. It's only for individuals who are, who are committed to being leaders in your industry. So if what I said resonated with you, then I also want to hear from you. Comment below. Share with me. What are your key takeaways from this video? How, do you resonate with my story in terms of the shaking, the anxiety versus fear? Do you see that distinction? And also remember to subscribe to my channel. Ring that bell, give me a thumbs up so that you can receive a notification every time I release a new video. And this is my passion. Truly, it is my passion. For those of you who are subscribers, I really appreciate this opportunity to share something I'm really, truly passionate about. Liberating people, liberating you from those fears and anxieties that are holding you back from the life that you truly want to live that are holding you back and preventing you from self-actualizing, from that are holding you back and preventing you from making the most meaningful contribution you can in this world. And the best way to do that is to communicate because the vision of what you, the change you want to make is inside your head. But in order to actualize that and manifest it in the real, in the physical world, it requires communication. Right, so I hope to see you on the inside and I look forward to hanging out with you again in my next video.